Yes, it's Monday. And what do we like to do on a Monday? We like to talk about ghosts. Of course we do. With me, Kevin. Just like the intro of the show said, how are you all doing? We do like to ask as podcasters, but I'll ask again, how are you all doing? Reply, good, I'm glad you're all well. And if you said not too well, thanks, Kev, well, I'm really sorry about that. I don't know what advice to give you, but don't worry, we're not here long. Just have fun. So, what have we got in store for you today? Well, all the usual stuff. We'll sing a song for our Patreons. We'll hear your amazing true paranormal experiences. And then, of course, we'll go over to that corner, which is owned by Rebecca, and hear all about what haunting happenings are happening on Reddit. And, of course, there's a paranormal review. So, all in all, it's a bit of a jam-packed 30 minutes for you guys on a Monday to have a paranormal Monday in tit. Sounded a bit like Daphne or uh, Frasier there. Only a bit, mind you. Anyway, shall we crack on? So, first and foremost, we of course need to say thank you to our Patreons. We love all of our Patreons, but we sing for our newest ones. Yes, we do. When you sign up to Patreon, not only do you support the show, which is vital for us as a little show, but also you manage to get um, around 200 plus Patreon-only episodes, because we put out Patreon episodes twice a week. We put out on a Wednesday or a Thursday, sometimes a Friday, a ramble where I just grab a handheld microphone and say things like, so today I went to shop. Um, But it's normally funnier than that. And then on a Sunday, we do a paranormal Patreon proper, Triple P. And on that, me and Becca usually now uh, will discuss a paranormal topic. So this week we've done how to know if your house is haunted. And it turned out towards the end of that episode, Becca might have seen the most paranormal thing ever and didn't realise it was. But we'll find out. So yeah, you need to head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Just like these wonderful new Patreons have. The guitar is well and truly out and we have five wonderful new Patreons today. I know two of them. We've got Kimberly Breslick, Shane Puckster, Hannah Ord, Steve West and Paula West. Hello, you two. And this song is for you. Kimberly Breslick, Shane Puckster, Hannah Ord. Steve West and Paula West, the Wests, of course. You've signed up to the Patreon and I wanna say thank you yeah and it on a seventh baby so if you want to become a patreon and have your name sung and get access to all of those hours of content head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts now it's about time we had a paranormal review don't you think i do let's do it Yes, and it's time for a paranormal review where I review something paranormal so you don't have to. Pause for laughter. Anyway, today's is a little bit different than usual because we're going to look at a programme that's long since been on and out. But I've had a bit of a binge on it over the last week and it's fantastic. It's really well done. And you may well have seen it, but the point of these reviews is I think I was thinking along the lines of people like me where if I've got free time, I think oh, you know what, I fancy something spooky. But I keep going back to the same thing over and over again. And if you do, hopefully these reviews will make you go, oh, I've not thought about that. Maybe I'll give that a try. Anyway, if you've not watched this, do watch it. There are episodes all over YouTube and it is Celebrity Ghost Stories. Some of them are dead naff. 
Some of them are like, just because they got Liza Minnelli on or something like that. And she comes on and says, I don't know. Well, I was sat in my kitchen and the coffee dispenser moved an inch. And I was like, oh my God, it's Marilyn Monroe. And you're like, no, it's not you idiots. Get off my screen. But some of them, like, I think we mentioned it on a Patreon maybe recently. But um, Luke, the guy who plays, Becca knows his real name, but the guy who plays Luke Danes in Gilmore Girls, Scott something or other, his celebrity ghost story is terrifying. It's like he goes to film in a prison. I won't spoil it, but he goes to film in a prison, in an abandoned prison. And basically there's a demon in there and it's horrible and it's wonderful and it's beautiful and you won't sleep. So my suggestion for today is get on YouTube when you're bored and type in celebrity ghost stories. As I say, be prepared. Some of them are naff and you'll be like, oh, what the hell? Why has he suggested this? But some of them, you'll be like, ah, that's why he suggested it. Because some of them are amazing. So do go and check it out. Celebrity Ghost Stories on YouTube. Mm, one thumb up, one thumb down, but it's worth a look. Yes, it's time for my favourite part of the week. And I know I say that for every segment, but you know, I'm very truthful at the time. Um, it's where we listen to your true paranormal experiences. Hooray! Now, we've had an email in, and I love what this person's done. You know how I struggle with saying someone's name, uh, the name of the person who sent the email in, and then a read on and it says, please keep me anonymous. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. This person has put in brackets anonymous in the subject title of the email. So I know right off the bat, well done you. Well done, Peter. His name's not Peter, but you know, sticking with the joke. So it's called Haunted Convention Center. Interesting. And it's a question mark at the end. So it should be Haunted Convention Center? Let's see. Hello, Team Wintag. Kev, hello. Becca, meow. What? And the neighbor's cat. Yes. So everyone got confused there. Hope this finds you all healthy and well. It does, thank you. First off, thanks for being that friend that I never realised I always wanted to chat about the paranormal with in such a sometimes light-hearted way. Well, you're very welcome. We're all friends here. Anonymous. I found out about the show when you were name-dropped on the Ghost Story Guys podcast way back when. I then listened to the episode and eventually binged the rest of the back catalogue. Why, thank you. And a big shout out to our brothers in Spook, the Ghost Story Guys. You will know about the Ghost Story Guys, but if for some reason somebody is listening now who's just found out what podcasts are, sorry, I nearly choked then, and for some reason is listening to this one first, I mean, this is all very unlikely, but if it is the case, go stop listening and go and search for the Ghost Story Guys, okay? You'll enjoy that probably much more. And it is dead good. Um, where are we? The pandemic made it easy to do so. Oh, listen to the back catalogue. It's been wonderful to witness the evolution of the show. And if you would indulge my fanboy gushing for a second, your Sir Paul McCartney impressions and Christmas special early on were some of my favourite bits, as well as when you would play your original songs. Christ, you are going back. Sir Paul McCartney hasn't appeared in over two years. And we stopped doing Christmas specials. But if you're new, if you're new to the show or you don't remember, we used to do a panto at Christmas. Um, I'd script out a very stupid panto, and me and Becker did. Yeah, there you go. But this guy remembers, so thank you. Currently, I just finished the April the eleventh episode and had a hearty chuckle at your improvised Reddit corner in Becker's absence. Fast forward a few minutes into the closing of the show, and from out of nowhere the Google speaker in my bathroom started talking as if someone had asked it for information on beagles and read off some what, oh sorry, and started reading off what sounded like the intro paragraph from the Wikipedia page. 
Making it stranger is one, I'm in my living room just staring at my phone and talking to no one, and two, I'm currently the only one at home. I'm taking this as a sign to finish up this email that's been sitting in my drafts for months. The reason this has been so long in coming is because as far as other listener stories that have graced the Wintag stage, this one seems unremarkable in comparison. Hey, come on, all stories are good stories if they involve the paranormal. Before I get to it, I also want to share that my home is a duplex and my neighbours are a younger couple with a four-year-old kid and two pit bulls. As you could imagine, we're constantly hearing the sounds of running and knocking seemingly at all times throughout the day which I'm convinced is nothing more than those made by an energetic child. Strangely, however, is that sometimes those sounds come through almost as if it was on our side of the shared wall. And a couple of months back, my partner told me the child's father was complaining to him about how recently they had trouble sleeping because the child claimed the Grinch was watching him in his bedroom. Christ. This is obviously him using what he's familiar with to describe what he saw, but the idea of being in the presence of a large, green, hairy monster is less charming than the classic cartoon would have you think. Yes, I completely agree with that, yes. Anyway, after that big intro, and I loved all of it, I sincerely did, well, it was very flattering of me, so of course it did, um, said the man with the big ego head. Anyway, shall we get to Anonymous's story? I think we shall. My real story is as follows. I was born and grew up in Arizona. Several years back, I was working at a mall on the north end of town, but I lived on the south end and commuted by bus, which is not ideal given how sprawling the city is. Anyway, I routinely would stop in at a 24-hour coffee house just a block from the transit centre downtown, where I'd need to change buses to get home, and where I would stay until it was time to get on that last bus to take me the rest of the way home. I was young, We didn't have the internet at home, and this was pre-smartphone era, so I would use this place as a free source of Wi-Fi. Plus, I not so secretly wanted to be seen as one of those cool people that hung around in coffee houses, because what early 20-somethings didn't? One night, as I was wrapped up with whatever it was I was doing on my laptop, a youngish guy with a scene vibe approached me and wanted to chat. Now, our town is fairly safe, even later in the evening, and though the cafe had the occasional transient, there wasn't really any stranger danger. We got to chatting, and for the sake of anonymity, we will call him Billy. I found out that he was slightly younger than me and worked as a security guard. But more interestingly, he was also a local musician and was in a band with a few of his friends. He and I soon after arranged to meet again and shortly thereafter, we started formally dating. Jumping ahead a few weeks to Halloween, he and his bandmates were living it up downtown not far from the coffee shop where we met. Our city's not that big, so our downtown only consists of a few blocks. I forget what the rest of his bandmates were wearing as costumes, if they were even wearing costumes, but Billy and his bassist Carlos were all supposedly dressed up as the cowboys from Brokeback Mountain, I found it amusing, and being in the part of the country that we live in, western wear is very easy to come by. It turns out Billy had to work the overnight shift at the convention centre, and he got Carlos to help. That weekend, the convention centre was hosting a local home and garden show. 
So the main exhibition hall was filled with vendor booths and model kitchen and living rooms, whereas the parking lot outside had some earth-moving equipment. Billy and I were together in the exhibition hall, whereas Carlos was out minding the heavy equipment. Still being in the new love stage of our relationship, I relished any chance I got to spend alone with him. So, being together in an otherwise empty, albeit cavernous and echoey, room was great. Or so I thought. It started with some knocking and metal clanging on some pipes. It didn't register quite a bit at first, as it could have easily blended in with the building's HVAC system. Given that we were living in the desert, it was normal for a building to have the cooling running during the day, and the heating at night during the fall and winter months. And given the large space of the hall with its concrete floors and walls, any sort of noise echoed with little effort. It was unnerving, and as much as my impressionable younger self would have chalked it up to ghosts, the more rational side that grows with age was telling me that there was surely a more plausible reason for it. Maybe it was mice or similar. Things didn't take too long to pass beyond rational explanation, though. After a couple of hours of little more than knocks or taps, I nearly jumped out of my skin when I heard the sound of the toilet from the men's restroom flush. Billy and I were supposed to be the only ones here. The janitorial staff should have already long gone before we came, and Carlos wouldn't be able to enter the building without us letting him in. Additionally, the toilets were not auto-flushing. They still had that lever you needed to pull. Shortly after that, there was the sound of running footsteps above us, sounding like someone was on the catwalk or scaffolding overhead. Billy and I, without saying anything, gave each other distressed glances. He and Carlos planned to swap locations to keep from getting bored, so he decided that was good enough encouragement to change things up. After letting Carlos back into the exhibition hall, we took his post in the parking lot where the tractor equipment was. Neither of us said a word, as we were both still a bit stunned and processing what we'd witnessed. I had always been the weirdo kid who believed in ghosts and the supernatural, but Billy struck me as someone who's a bit more rational, so it was surprising to see him not openly dismiss the experience. Once sunrise came, the shift was over, and Billy and I parted ways with Carlos and went home to get some needed sleep. I don't know if they ever discussed it after the fact, or if Carlos had experienced anything himself, as I never got a chance to ask before Billy and I split up a couple of months later. My hometown played a role in the 19th century by bringing the railroad and station to that part of the country, and the buildings of those rail lines were done in no small part by Chinese immigrants. The spot where the convention centre stands today is right around the location of where the Chinese area of town was in the pioneer days. Billy or Carlos mentioned that it was built over a cemetery, but my researchers never turned up anything to confirm it one way or the other. So that's my story. I'm happy if you read it all and will be thrilled if it ends up on a future episode. It has. All my best to you and yours, and I sincerely hope your podcast continues indefinitely. That's the sort of spirit we like. Yes, me too. I'd love to be like 85 and go like, and to the next story we have is of a guy who's seen me. Anyway, no, thank you, Anonymous. I know your real name, of course, but I won't say it. That's the point of anonymity. Yes, I always struggle with the word anonymity as well. Anyway. 
But yeah, that's a terrifying little tale. I don't like the idea of poor Carlos, I'll be honest, because you're two, he's one. So I think that'd be utterly terrifying if I was outside in a car park, minding my own, maybe pulling on a vape, who knows? And you guys come out and go, yeah, you can go in there now. It's time to swap. I'd be like, oh, really? And what happened in there? Oh, just footsteps, you know, the dead. Okay, yeah. You enjoy the freedom of outside now. I'll be in there shitting my pants. But excellent story. Thank you very much. And a reminder to everyone, all stories are great, okay? That may sound obvious, but all stories are great. If they've got the paranormal in them, we want them. So send them in too. Contact at talkaboutghosts.com. You may have noticed there was a break in recording there, and that was because I forgot the email address. What a tit. But yeah, send them in to contact at talkaboutghosts.com. We love getting your stories in. Like, um, oh, I nearly said your name then. Like our anonymous friend said there, you may be sat there thinking, this isn't that story, that, that scary even. I'm not going to send it in. It doesn't matter. If it's got the paranormal in it, we will read it. How about that for a deal? So send them in to contact at talkaboutghosts.com. Com. Okay, so it's about that time in proceedings where we check out what paranormal activity is currently being reported over on Reddit. And I don't do that. No, no, no. I knock on a little tiny door in this house and I open the door and there's Becca. And she tells me these things. In reality, what happens is I find stories on Reddit, pass her the phone and say, read that and give me your opinion. That's what happens for anyone who's new. But let's all pretend that I didn't say that and carry on with the lie. So let's go over to the creepy corner where Becca sits all the time reading ghost stories on Reddit. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Yes, it's my actual favourite time of the week as we get to speak to the wonderful Becca. Say hello, Becca. Hello, Becca. And thank you for bringing us into your paranormal Reddit corner. You're all welcome. How is it in the corner today? Cosy. Um, good news on Reddit corner, actually. The recording quality on these will get much better from, not today, from next time onwards. Okay. I have a very special package arriving today, um, which is a new handheld audio recorder. For a top secret thing that's happening this week, which will be revealed in due course. That's exciting. Isn't it just? Don't speak that loud. Don't start. Okay. Um, anyway, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Did, um, you know when we had the conversation about luxuries the other day? Was this on the Patreon? Or... That was on Patreon, yeah. Well. Right, okay. I was just going to update people, but... Well, anyway, well, you may as well say, on Patreon we we announced that Becca was... Well, we, did, we talked about like little everyday luxuries, didn't we? Mm. And, well, very exciting news, most of you guys might not know this, but the Patreons, I'm sure, will be excited on my behalf. We've got the Fomas, Foma, So basically, Becca believes that the height of luxury is to have um, one of those things that you press the top and soap foam comes out. Yeah, so a soap dispenser, rather than just normal soap coming out, it already being foamed for you. I love it when you go out and that happens. So I searched high and low, and we've got one. We've got two, we've actually. Got two. <laughs> we've got two. And they're huge. They only came as a set. I didn't intentionally order two, but you couldn't get one full of the money. It was two. Well, one's in the kitchen now, and it's like a Dalek. It keeps snarling. <laughs> We're going to go in it. It doesn't snarl yet. Hey, I thought you changed your mind on that. Because Kev was like, this is huge. This is ridiculous. Foam. It, it is huge. Every time I go in, it goes foam. Foam. <laughs> but then you used it, and you're like, all right, that is quite luxurious. It is quite luxurious. Okay, so we're not here to talk about foam. It's sadly for you. And um, we are, of course, here to talk about ghosts. And it's your paranormal Reddit corner. And I've got good news for you. It's a double paranormal Reddit corner this week. What? I feel I feel like that should be my decision. <laughs> Shouldn't it just? But no. That's what you'd think, wouldn't you? Read your contract. <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> um, no, there are only two short stories you see. Oh, right, okay. And the last one I think you'll find funny. Okay. 
Okay. But this is the first one, Becca, so take us away. Okay. So this story is by Snoo Chocolates, 9965. Good name. Um, and the story is titled, Someone Was Knocking at My Door and I Was Home Alone. <laughs> no. So welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Let's begin. So today I woke up to someone knocking at my door. I live with my mum and we're the only ones who lived here and I know for a fact she went to work at six, so she wasn't the one knocking. Sometimes she lets her dog out and her dog isn't fully potty trained, so I close my door so she doesn't get into my room and I heard knocking and figured that it was just in my head. I was half asleep, but then I heard it again and I woke up and I said, are you knocking at my door? Maybe thinking my mum didn't go to work and then I heard meowing and scratching so I know for a fact it wasn't my cat trying to get in but then I just got up and opened the door no one was there I went back to bed I was too tired to think through it so I didn't look through the house but I know for a fact no one else was in the house but me and my cats and dogs have a habit of looking at nothing slash corners of the house if there was ever an example of the need for punctuation this yeah, was it, because yeah. this does not have a single punctuation mark in and, it. And, and, and that was very hard to read. Yeah, and also the bit where it says, I heard me arrogant scratching at the door, but I know for a fact it wasn't my cat. <laughs> yeah, like, wait a minute. How? <laughs> um, so what do you make of that then? I, I make of that a serious argument for the, the importance of punctuation. And education. Yeah, that was it was really hard to, to, to speak in a way that makes sense. Well, as I've always said, you know, the, the, I've always proven the importance of punctuation whenever I see a magpie because as we know when I see a magpie I say good morning or good afternoon or good evening good morning Mr. Magpie and then I salute and I say salute salute then I say Jesus how's your wife Jacob right yeah. but as a sentence that says Jesus how's your wife Jacob which you know 2022 is cool and fine mm. um, but Jesus wouldn't like that I don't think I don't think that's I, Jesus mice apparently back in that day and time it was very, very kind of open and common and accepted. Well, there you go. Maybe that's why, you know, he loves me so much. Maybe he's like, yeah, Kev, get trendy, get with it. Maybe. I'm a 2022 Jesus. Maybe. Baby. Um, okay. Great. Thank you. Well, as I said, it's a double header. Right. This one, Becca, looks like it's got full stops, commas and all the jazz. Take it away. I love this title already. This is titled... I'm angry at ghosts and other unearthly beings. Yes, I know. I think this is going to be amazing. And how vague is that? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, let's begin. I have been wanting to interact with a ghost or spirit or whatever for a long time and none want to visit me. Not even my deceased relatives or my old cat or dog or snake. I wouldn't chase it away or ask it to leave or anything. So many people on here have scratches, objects missing orbs see shadows etc lucky bastards and i get nothing <laughs> i've lit candles downloaded ridiculous phone apps played with a ouija board as a kid <laughs> thanks grandma spoken aloud to anything that may be listening and pretty much jumped up and down flailing my arms trying to flag one down <laughs> and still nothing i have no religion never been baptized and have no religious symbols in my house what am i doing wrong <laughs> Oh. Amazing. Hello. Well, go on. Now you need. This is one where you do need. I haven't checked any of the comments that people might have added, but have people have given any advice? Like the rejection, advice, though. Not advice? even my deceased relatives. Or I know. Like yeah. that. Also, that would be the first time we've heard of a ghost snake, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's not one you get often. Um, 
Someone says, you're not alone. Many of the subscribers are paranormal researchers and investigators and have spent decades trying to capture compelling evidence of ghosts, and 99% or more of them have failed. Let's face it, these events are far more rare than people want to accept. Um, let's see what else. <laughs> the, the person replies, thanks, I don't even care if I capture it on video. I just want a Casper and a sad face. Oh, yeah. did you know that? Do they know that ghosts are pets? I don't think he does. I think he's like he looking say, for a friend. Like me snake, me dog, me cat. Wait, why, also, why are all these animals dead? <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's just looking for a friend. I think you might be safer with a ghost pet. To be fair, yeah. Um, someone else replies, "It's not spectacular by any means. All I did was not be able to sleep for a year straight. The walls uh, knocked all night long. It's exhausting. Going on four hours of sleep a night for months on end. I knew we should have known there'd be someone who comes in and goes, oh, mate, you don't want it, honestly. If I've learned anything from my interactions with demons. I don't get it. Someone's replied, oh, God, I just got your joke. Lol, I'm slow. Hmm. And someone says, I still don't get the joke. Help. Oh, and then this person says, neighbours have been depriving his sleep for the sake of their lovemaking. And the person said, no, no, that's not a joke. I'm not I'm not joking about this. The wall's actually knocked every 15 minutes like clockwork. I live in a standalone house. My neighbours were 20 foot away in their own homes. So this person is just... The person who said, I've got demons. Somebody said, ah, no, you haven't. It's a joke. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, um... um... Yeah, I feel for them. Yeah? I mean... Interestingly, they say they, do a Ouija, they did a Ouija board when they were a kid. Mm. Why is he not doing a Ouija board again? Because I feel like if you wanted to speak to demons, that would be one of your first points of call. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, and also, um, it's kind of like, you know, there's a band called the Libertines in England, isn't there? Yes. And you love the Libertines. Love me the Libertines. And whenever they play, your fingers over the trigger to buy tickets, isn't it? Yeah. Now, this is a bit like him. He loves ghosts, but every time he tries to go and see them, they're sold out, basically. So I feel for him in that respect. Well, not really, because uh, like at least I I would try and buy the tickets, whereas if he's not even trying a Ouija board anymore. So, Becca's advice from this week's Reddit Corner is use a Ouija board. For that person, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Mental health be damned. I love it, Becca, well done. What do you mean mental health be damned? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well, um, if you're a believer, I, well, I am a believer. then surely will, and he wants to see a ghost, wouldn't that solve it? He yes, doesn't say anything mate. about trips to haunted places or anything like this. No, that's you know. true. He's just like sitting there getting angry. So I, basically, maybe he's just getting too bitter. Maybe it's like an incel thing on ghosts. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's like, like an incel thing like a on red ghosts. flag, like they're going nowhere near him. Well, yeah, it could be. Yeah, maybe he's, he's not trying hard enough. Yeah, typical. Like like when a footballer doesn't make it and they blame everyone else apart from the fact they didn't have the talent. Well, yeah, maybe he's not being very welcoming towards the ghosts. Like I wouldn't go and want to go and see him if he was already angry at me either. No, this is true. Okay. And also, maybe oh. they're just offended that he just wants to see a ghost. It's like, if people, back to the incel thing, if people just want a girlfriend, it's not about the particular person that they like. It's just like, I just want to see a ghost. And they're like, well, there's nothing special about me to you, so no, I'm not going to come see you. You know, if they wanted, like, if you particularly wanted to see the ghost of a certain person, then maybe they'd be more open to it. Okay, so, just, like, summon a ghost. so your advice is, do more in the paranormal, stop being lazy, mm-hmm. use a Ouija board, and maybe try and contact John Lennon. A specific person, like you know, let's let's stop treating ghosts as objects, guys. Wow! <laughs> and here's me thinking that you're not coming on side now. You're fighting the corner. Hashtag me woo. Wow, that's amazing. Me woo. Wow, Becca. I think we have to end it there. <laughs> We're not topping that. Okay, well, thank you. I can you. top it. The... Me boo. Oh no, step too far. Um, thank you though for the for the attempt. You're um, but yeah, thank you. This has been a, uh, an an interesting and. Um, What's the word? 
revelatory. Okay. Um, Becca's Reddit Corner. So thank you. You are welcome. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. Tatty, bye. Goodbye. And there we go. That wraps up another week where we've looked at ghosts. Um, so there's something potentially very exciting happening over the last, next week. And uh, I can't wait to share it with you when it does happen. That's all I'll say. But when it does happen, I think a lot of people will go, oh, this is awesome. I'm a bit afraid of what is coming up. Let me just say that much. That's the only teaser I'll say for now. But yes, bated breath, people, bated breath. Anyway, don't forget, if you're sat on a terrifying story, send it in to contact at talkaboutghost.com and I'll read it out. That's the agreed transaction we've got with each other, you see. And if you just can't get enough, you just can't get enough, then, or if you're going on a long trip, do you know what I mean? And you think, I wish I had 200 hours and more of Kev rambling about nonsense and trying to make me laugh, then head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts, where that very wish will be fulfilled. Okay, you wonderful, beautiful, and dare I say sexy people, I'm going to say goodbye. So until next time, take care of yourselves and each other, as Jeremy Springer would say back in the 90s. Someone actually emailed in and went, by the way, his name's Jerry, not Jeremy. And I was like, I know, yeah. Thank you. Uh, but sincerely, thank you for emailing in. Okay, so until next week, guys, take care of yourselves and each other. Tatty bye. Bye. <laughs>